Hey, Biggs, it's Jason. Sorry to leave a voicemail. I thought we had a really strong connection last night, but honestly, when I went to the bathroom, I overflowed the thing. I made a big mess. I was so embarrassed. I just ran out. Think we could hang out still, though? To Alec Guinness, who's very, very English, and has a very, very English accent. It's very interesting, because he actually pulls it off pretty well, because his real accent is way different. Oh, he's got that video. Yeah, he, he does. He's, he sounds like that bastard. I'm Jason Moore from MakingStarWars.net. This is Force Ghost Rob. And... Hey! Let's get back to Derek. How's it going, dude? Great, man. How you doing? How are you guys? Happy to be here. Yeah, good times. Uh, We also might have Nick from Bob Podcast, from Investment Bulletin's podcast. I'm not sure. I think he's coming, but you never know. He's probably taking a shit or something. Uh, Yeah. How you doing, Rob? Sorry. Didn't mean to skip over you, Rob. It's okay. I'm I'm not really on the show anymore. Yeah, he's a force ghost cor- anyway, so I'm corporally interested. You know, like whatever. <laughs> J- J- James and Nick killed me last night with their sick disses. You know, Jason too. Like me, I didn't diss you at all. <laughs> I just said I, I just said I wanted to hear your opinion about mm-hmm. you were saying like the episode was okay. Bic should have smiled more, and I just wanted you to explain yourself. That's all. <laughs> You got, you got, you got. Hey, I got my avatar ticket. You did? Nice. Dude. Josh, are you are you gonna do the avatar? Are you are you are you on the avatar train? You gonna bother with that? Or are you off no. the train? Not on the no. avatar train? No. He's on not the Google train. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Break in two. Yeah. All right. I like but, it. Uh so well, good work, Rob. You're officially only semi a fake avatar fan now, you know. I mean, you're like the second biggest Avatar fan now um, since you got your ticket, but you just still don't have the poster, so whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, you, you guys watched that Andor show? Uh, we all watched that show? We, have we seen yeah. it? Yeah. That show called Andor? Andor Part 12? You know? It's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, uh, I, I thought it would be interesting to, to, have, to have you on for this one. I mean, we wanted to have you on before, but this is how it worked out, but I was like kind of interesting because you had some... Like when I was watching Scare Factor Dark, you kind of had some like ambivalence at times about the show, yeah. Like, oh like yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't hitting you super, super. Sort wild. of all the time, really, not just at really? times. Yeah, I have I have lots of notes. So, oh yeah. shit, all right. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I don't know. It just um, 
the the character doesn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my my lovely co-host there. Um, yeah, no, I the. Uh, the character of Andor just doesn't really connect with me. And uh, even though I love the production of the series, um, I I just never found myself invested in anything that was really going on. Yeah. But what if he was blue and had a tail, John? Like, <laughs> would that... Come on. Only, Come on. Only if, only if it was in water. So we did kind of get a little bit of water after the prison. So, you know, I'm only he, after the prison. I'm only I'm only interested in blue people <laughs> in the water. The whole thing was ran by water. Yeah. Talking about, talking about. Water. water made that water. whole prison move. <laughs> hey, Mr. Uh, Nick, how are you? Hello there, sir. Yeah, how, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, how are you doing, yeah. sir? Our, man, you you guys, you you and you and Bespin, you guys got the impression down. Like it's oh, it's fun. It, it's fun to play. It's fun to play Fortnite with with Bespin Bulletin because he just goes and he's just that character the whole time. You feel like Cyril Karn. You feel, <laughs> like, you feel like you can feel your mom breathing down your neck the whole time. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. super creepy. <laughs> Quite like that. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted. To, how about you, Nick? Like like you you were. Uh, you were, I think, you skewed mostly positive on Andor. Would you say oh, that? Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, massively. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because we, I... we just finished recording ourselves not too long ago. Uh, me and Bez been pretty much in full agreement. This might be the best so far we get from Disney. Obviously, see what season two does. But yeah, yeah. regarding Star Wars, yeah, it's definitely for me yeah, personally. I'll say for me, it's definitely right up my street. This is something I was waiting for for a very long time. I think so. But Nick, yeah. would it be even better if Andor and Bix could wrap their tails together and have <laughs> cyber sex? Would it, wouldn't it be better? Oh, would it be better? Well, if that Adrian, <laughs> think I've, about I've, it. I keep calling it Deirdre, Deirdre and uh, Cyril scene had gone on a little bit longer, I just would like to have seen what happened in that room because I, I reckon they're still in there. In that, in that yeah, little. Uh, she she owes Cyril some ass. I'm just saying that right now. So <laughs> oh, he saved her, so she owes it to him. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I'm, I I I think he's I think he's gonna get it. I I, oh, I yeah. honestly think it's I think he's gonna have to take her to like Sizzler, like shrimp fest. Oh, oh she's gonna she's, definitely need to be fed first. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna no way. To, she we all know Dedra's an Olive Garden. Dedra's an Olive Garden girl, dude. For real. She likes dude. the unlimited breadsticks. Endless breadsticks, yeah. She can't she can't stop. She's like, she's like, you dip it in the minestrone and it's like a free meal. Like Dedra, you're weird. But <laughs> pan over Cyril's mom sitting right there. We could have gone to Red Lobster. I wanted to go to the Red Lobster. Always go to Olive Garden. In high school, I was yeah. a dishwasher at Olive Garden. And then I became the salad boy. I tossed more salads at Olive Garden than anybody you've ever known. <laughs> and then Cyril so looks at his mom. Hold on. Cyril <laughs> looks at his mom and he goes, you know, on some planets, when their mothers die, people people are sad. Not on this oh. planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think instead of like putting in there, are you a, a at a red lobster? Sorry. Instead Sorry. of instead of putting in like in a brick in the wall, they're just he's just gonna kind of like take the ashes and just put them over the side of like a balcony on Coruscant and be like, later, mom. <laughs> See ya. Flush her down the toilet. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be a. But <clears throat> anyways, uh, yeah, I'm the 
I've always said about this show, I felt that the whole entire time, and I still feel it now that the show's done, the tone of the show is drastically different than everything in Star Wars, obviously. And um, I love it. It's probably one of my favorite things that they've ever done. But I also don't think this is this is the way. Not to make the Mandalorian pun either. Like I don't think it's the way that it should be done. I think it. I think it's like uh, this is really good for for me. But once again, my 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 son, he was like, "Show me the Death Star part." That's what he said. Show me the Death Star part. We showed him the Death Star part. He's like, he cool. says that to all the girls. Yeah, <laughs> show me the Death Star part. <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> Future Cyril. It's a Cyril move. There's Cyril. <laughs> but yeah, no, so so anyways, but it's like it's just like it it doesn't, you know, I don't know. Should should Star Wars be a a broad swath that's for everyone all the time? Or like 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 even though you didn't like it, Josh, even though it's like wasn't like your cup of tea necessarily, do you think it should exist? Do you do you think that this kind of thing, this kind of endeavor should be around? Or do you think do you think it's ultimately a misstep and Star Wars should always be for as many people at once as possible? So I think that's like the big I mean, question that they have. I do think that Star Wars was always meant to be universal as far as the content is concerned. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I there's a place for more adult stuff, just like there's a place for more childish stuff but um it just again it didn't resonate with me uh, i mm -hmm. did enjoy the storytelling and the craftsmanship of it but i didn't care about what was going on or anyone that was in it right so so yeah. but it was it was yeah. primarily it was primarily just andor as as the protagonist that just didn't connect uh -huh. so you, you didn't reach the, the rest of the stuff didn't re, didn't connect with you uh, i mean i just and, I, find it, I find it interesting i don't find it i don't i don't mean to like critically or anything like that i mean like it's like, andor you know, was in this show <laughs> andor was barely in the show i mean it was <laughs> it was more of the typical disney let's say it's about one character and then make it about everyone else because we need to stretch it all out because it was supposed yeah. to have been a movie and we decided to make it a show at the last minute um, just like yeah. Attack of the Clones, yeah, yeah. yeah. barely. Yeah, what are you ridiculous. doing here? I mean, it, it took us it it took us twelve episodes to end up right back where we were at the end of the third one. So, yeah, like my second marriage. Preach, <laughs> <laughs> George. Uh, George. That, was, um, that was exactly you know, Pebby's. You know, you know, Josh. I think the biggest problem is Andor uh, doesn't have his heart on the outside of his body. If his heart was on the outside of his body and he wore a cape and collected lightsabers, this this show would be this would be a real winner. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. He, his heart is on the inside of his body, and that that's that's just divis it's divisive. Very divisive. All right, George. All right, George. Uh, George, go back to retirement. Oh, but um, all right, all right. How, how did this one open? What happened in the opening? I forgot. Well, what show is this again? They showed George, the title. George, they showed the title, and it was like, "Here's the the song, and it's different now. It's different bum, again." Bum, they had a trumpet. They they did. Hold on, they did. hold on. 
It, sh- it should have started like this, but just imagine minions. Disney Plus. They should. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. We fired JPEG. Then you're like, greatest show ever. What? No. No. No, Rob. No. Not this time. Not this time. But uh I gotta say, yeah, Jason, sure. that that, this, that, this that weird opening mm-hmm. they have with the, the, the flashy heads, the, the baubles, the pewters, the pewters oh, that yeah. look, it looks like the cops are driving by some some West End game miniatures. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Like <laughs> I've never liked yeah. it. I don't understand why they keep putting that in front. I don't know. Like just give us the Lucasfilm logo. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you if you don't know what Star Wars, because you, you had to click in the Star Wars area that had the big Star Wars logo on the fucking thing in Disney Plus. If you don't know what Star Wars by then, well then you know you're gonna be awfully entertained when Star Wars just suddenly appears on your screen. I just it's so weird. It's, it's so so it's the worst intro for these like Marvel esque things I've seen yet. It's mm-hmm. it's beyond generic. It's bad. Well, I love how you get to skip the intro, but then you still watch the intro. You never mm-hmm. noticed that? No, because uh, you, it, it skips you, you past say, that stuff, and then you still have to watch the actual Andor title card come up. And, yeah, because that one counts. The the one that uh, doesn't count is this the lame <laughs> intro. See, they used to say lame intro, but yeah, you know, old paycheck. You know, had to mm-hmm. had to complain. I, so. I I I'm I'm kind of okay with it on that one because it's different every time on Andor specifically everything is actually like every time you get that that Andor logo you have like new, new music a new kind of like the, the, a new tonal theme sort of put into it or a repackaging of it but it's it is really annoying if it says skip credits and or intro and you just don't yeah I'm with you there yeah it's really annoying too in the movies when you can't just skip the opening crawl you know every time I go to the theater this fucking thing just plays and it just you can't speed it up you're stuck there every freaking Star Wars film you know, for like 18 minutes, this thing goes on and blah, 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 taxations, blah, 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 Annie, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. It's just, you can't skip it. No. At least now you can sort of skip it. But yeah. yeah. I'm working on that tech. I got to go by. All right, Rob, Rob. Did you like the episode, Rob? Were you happy, Rob? <laughs> show, show sucks. What are you talking about? It's got no lightsabers. No, Rob. Rob, did you like trumpets? It's just a funeral. I, I, yeah, come Mm -hmm. on, man. You know, the show. You know, my problem with like when when I hear like, should they be making Star Wars for everyone? I'm like, when did that ever exist? I mean, I'm just old enough to remember my uncles hating Return of the Jedi. You know, like something fierce. Yeah, but you know, like that wasn't for everyone. Also, lived their lives making money off of Monopoly contests at McDonald's. (laughs) No, one of them did. The other one had 18 jobs and was somehow proud of it. I got five jobs. I'm like, you're not supposed to have five jobs. One's supposed to pay <laughs> your bills, you idiot. <laughs> this guy used to, look, my uncle, like, one of my uncles, the 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 the, the Eddie D, D, Deacons one. Uncle Joey. Yeah, Uncle he, uh, he would go and collect old junked up cars, right, that didn't work. And they'd be around the neighborhood, but he'd have to rotate them every three days because they'd tell him. So he'd be rotating his seven broken ass cars three blocks, you know? <laughs> and I was like, you put all this effort into this like weird sham of a life. If you just concentrate all, you know, it's kind of like when you have too many podcasts, Jason, and you're like, what if you just do one good podcast versus like, I don't know, a million and two 
so so podcast. It's, it's like I, that. I feel like that. I feel like you are you are calling out my friend, the Star Wars podcast, who has a podcast for everything. Oh, no, he by the pays way. us. He did. He did it again. Uh, he needs to stop that. I appreciate it, but he needs, Rob added yeah, to the yeah. thumbnail. Be well. At this point, <laughs> I feel like I owe him something. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like I'm accruing some debt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh. No. So, but here's the thing, right? And so then, then like, I, I, let me give you an example, right? You remember this game, Dark Forces? came out right back in 94 95 right no it was like never heard of it lucas arts version of doom right i feel kyle katarn and you were part of like a rebel spy and you're going around getting all these missions working for mon mothma and shit you know <laughs> sounds familiar and if there's fighting dark troopers and death troopers and and then um everyone complained no lightsabers it's no it's not star wars and no lightsabers and so then they got their jedi knight two and three with all their and they had to turn this guy into a jedi and i just checked out you know i was like this one one for me like you got every fucking star wars game has all this stuff you make the one that doesn't that's the one the fans bitch isn't like all the rest you know and so i figure so long as they're making 99 percent same old same old star wars everyone should be happy because it's they're making star wars well, for everyone that, that that is that is like the uh my, my question had a thesis to it honestly and it's that it, it is impossible because when you know mandalorian came out it first it kind of got some got some shit from people from some those that, that was that that group that thought it was just bro star wars then obi-wan came out and they said it was uh wasn't what they wanted for whatever reason and then Boba Fett was, was a mess. That one, I, that one, I can see that one was a mess for me. That one was a mess, and that one didn't make me happy. And so, it's just like it's impossible. Like, like what? What is? What is the right answer? You know, I don't know. But Unreal Engine I'm... Five fan films, Jason. That's the answer. <laughs> as long as we have Unreal Engine Five fan films, anything's possible, Jason. Anything, you know. Or so wait, a General Grievous show might do the true. I think that could. Please, the masses. General Grievous. Yeah, it's yeah. called General. Por- it's like Corporal Seinfeld. Grievous. Well, first is Private Grievous, <clears throat> and then it's uh, Staff Sergeant Grievous, mm-hmm. right? And then it's yeah. Then it gets words up to First Saw, First Saw Grievous, okay. right? That's his, <laughs> Can it be called NCO Don't Call Me Grievous? <laughs> Don't Call Me Grievous, and it's like all these different Grievouses. They're like a family of Grievouses. Mm. Grievous. Warwick Davis shows Grievous? up. It's Grievous into Hood, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Planet. Oh man. I'm still waiting on my Jar Jar show, so it's whatever. It's fine. I would, I, I, I really want them to bring Jar Jar. I think. Jar oh, Jar it's Jar coming. Needs his, Jar Jar needs his. He needs. He needs his, his redemption. <laughs> Jar, Jar Jar so sex talk. Misa horny. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give us pics. Uh oh. Wait. How's it going? Hi. Oh, what? Say something. Something. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hi, everybody. This is my co-host. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> I refuse so, to be on camera today. I'm not made up, so hey, there's me. there's no camera rule here. Did you uh <laughs> did so did you like it? Were you were you happy? Were you I literally just finished watching it like 10 minutes ago? Fresh but and Josh and I are totally on two like different spectrums on this show. He hates it, and I absolutely love it. So yes, I I, I personally enjoyed the finale. So, so yeah. she stepped in to keep me from voicing my opinion. So exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. 
Well, yeah, you, you're being real silenced today, Josh. No one knows where you stand on anything. <laughs> Rambling no. right over. <laughs> no, not at all. I, oh, I'm sorry. Like, okay, and 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 justice for Perrin, man. Come on, how did Do he end up becoming the patsy? Yeah. Dude, okay. how is he a dickhead? He's a oh he's a God. fine husband. You're a dickhead. She's using him as a pawn. Okay, let's all give Mon Mothma the Mother of the Year award for whoring off her daughter and blaming all of her her under the table dealings on her husband's past this okay good job oh, i'm working on that them. josh you do what you got for the year i'm working on that i'm making it right now i got little stickers and some construction paper <laughs> it's gonna be the best perfect mm. and then and then that end credit scene okay i'm sorry like like we didn't know that the Death Star was there. Oh, but we had to know that Cassian was making pieces for the thing that would ultimately kill him because it's poetry. It rhymes, right? right? I, okay, no, I I'll, didn't need I'll give that. Josh that it's, one. It's more like a dirty limerick, really. And it's going to take him five years to, <laughs> to finally get that dish into. Like, really? Come on. Listen, Don't man. you know? Take your time, Josh. You know, Quality. Like Slide it in, put it in that desk. Yeah, that's right. Just, I do get that. I do. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. You can't just go jabbing discs into desk stars. Can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Gotta be gentle with the disc. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Josh. Josh hits on the um, the a bigger lore kind of it, kind of question that we have. That's semi answered by Catalyst, but also sort of not right. and it's like like revenge of the sith at the end of that movie we have the death star being built in a skeletal structure that does not actually line up with what we have in in rogue one or this show so i have to think they put that shit together and it doesn't work and they have to take out the engine a lot or something i don't know it doesn't mm -hmm. make a lot of sense on that front but the spoiler you know, I I, I, I I use the example of I got my kid, the Millennium Falcon Lego set from episode nine, and we kept putting it together wrong because he kept moving parts as we're, we're trying to get it done. And uh, we had to take the thing apart a couple of times to get, to get it right. So I, I know where the Empire is coming from. I've lived it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, but I. um, yeah. Yeah, It took me three days build my lego death star so i'm just saying i don't know why it took them 20 years so it's, it's three we're not we're not going to shame you for that that's fast right? just let it out that's <laughs> fast, i thought it was pretty good that's that yeah. i think that's speak fast. your truth yeah <laughs> you don't know me <laughs> you don't know yeah. my life <laughs> But uh, you know, you know what? I could play the fun factory faster than you can Lego. So you know what I mean. This Andor shows all over the fucking place. So, uh, he wants some spaghetti. I'll make some. I'll make some fun factory spaghetti. I can whip it up. He's so very fast. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous. I I appreciated that when we watched the first arc of the show, I was like, Rick's Road. It's weird that they named it. I was I was kind of, I was kind of even critical. I'm like Rick's and bricks bix and brasso and bricks i'm all it's all the same thing i was kind of joking about that but we come back from the final episode it's called called rick's road it's important and uh, even every little tiny detail in this the, the uh, script of this this narrative that they made everything came back i mean the only person who wasn't who was forgotten in the whole thing was clea i don't think yeah. i don't think we needed her but it was yeah, every, everything Everything came back except for what Cassian's been trying to do this whole time, which is to find his sister. What happened about that? Did they just did he forget she existed or 
or what? No, I think I think he accepted. I think he accepted that his sister is dead. I oh, think, so I, this I, is I, like I, episode nine. We get to fill in the blanks on the plot holes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, his mom tells him. His mom tells him, "You should forget about it because yeah. it doesn't. It didn't end well." I mean, but but I guess but that's the other question. It went that way, but the series isn't done. So right. are we going to get next season and she's his adversary? Are they, would would Gilroy even do something like that at this point with with what has happened before? I don't know if he would. Jason, it's not it's not Josh's fault. He's been watching Andor the High Blood Pressure Republic. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Like, oh, oh. So he's just getting all worked up. <laughs> I get know? I get a little like, bit up about the wrong it. Show, man. I have I mean, to remind him to breathe sometimes because he'll just I'm, go. I'm I'm enjoying Andor about as much as I enjoyed Resistance. So there we go. I'll, I'll that that up. little. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming I'm making an assumption here, but <laughs> a little you enjoyed I mean, resistance. The the but. the one character I was most interested in seeing things about Mon Mothma, they're just just tearing her down. Uh, I think at the end yeah, of the story. Oh man, she I'm not fine. At, worst part. Of well, it. no, but I I'm sorry. I think uh, at the end of the story, because they're all about this gray. It's all about oh well, it's not so black and white. It's not good versus evil. You know, there's everyone on both sides has to do terrible things in order to attain their goal and i think at the end we're gonna hate mon mothma because she's done so many terrible things that it's hard to really sympathize yeah. with her and she canceled like, leia we need to return of the that? jedi right oh Josh? well <laughs> yeah so we got to cancel <laughs> her now they should have been re leading the republic leading the rebellion and return of the jedi but mon mothma canceled her she put her right on that bear planet said you just go run around with hans to be his girlfriend See, rob, <laughs> rob gets it so there you go yeah yeah yeah, yeah i get it <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I, I honestly felt felt bad for for her. She doesn't want. She's not. She's not actually whoring her daughter out. She doesn't want her daughter oh. to to do it. Her, her but husband, she's still doing it. But it's it's actually Perrin is the one who's who's actually like cooler with the old ways than Mod Mothma. So yeah. if the one parent was pushing it, do you do you agree with that, Genji? Do you think that's? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how I took it. That she obviously is completely disgusted with such an you know antiquated tradition there, there was, that's how i understood it, that perrin was actually all for it which just makes me hate that sleazeball even more that but was the whole are they, point are they both are they both doing this though to keep up whatever fronts maybe the both of them have i mean i really hope josh is wrong about perrin the last the, the last time vel came to visit mon mothma she yeah. tried to blame it all on perrin and mon mothma was like no he's actually surprisingly open about you know these types of things. So like he I don't but get also, the impression he that he's said, pushing this. He was, he was pushing marriage on to a lesbian in that scene though too. So I think he is a little bit more in the in the I think that that is a reach. <laughs> so that's so? all I'll say he, about he that. He was he was yes. asking her why she wasn't married yet. Well maybe he, was, he, he doesn't was... know what her sexual preferences or or does it really well, even know. matter to begin with? Why is oh, this even like a focal point for Star no, Wars? No, it's Trandoshans. Yeah, oh. She's hmm. into lizard people. No. <laughs> you know, also, also, Josh, I agree with you. You know, in, in uh, Star Wars A New Hope, um, uh, Obi-Wan refuses to tell Luke Skywalker to stop getting a boner over his sister for like a third of the film. And it's just the whole time he just let it happen. Right? He doesn't bother. Just he doesn't let... bother you. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, you should. We had to keep that camera above waist and that that training scene. It was two sabers. It, it was ridiculous. In, in Obi Wan's yeah. journal, it said, "Let mm -hmm. Pornhub work it out." 
That's what it says. Yeah. General Pornhub <laughs> was actually the guy who uh, interrogated Leia. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Leah. My bad. All right. I got to go uh, complain on Reddit. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, George. <laughs> Does Perry and care about anything, though? That's what the whole point, the whole thing I got from the show, to be perfectly honest. Just there, you know, having a drink, having a little worm in his drink every, every now and then. So, you know. It's yeah. just like either way about it, isn't it? It's just like, well, whatever, do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is kind of the, uh, like, parents' whole thing is just, let's just hang out and chill and be cool. And then yeah. she's like, well, things aren't cool. Kind of, See, kind of hard think, for me to I sit think... here when it's not that way. Mm-hmm. To what Jason's saying, here, here's what's really happening with Perrin, and I'll be serious here for a second. He's living the life he's supposed to live. He's living the life of a dignitary. He's playing the rules. He's he's inviting the 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 Nazis over for dinner. He's going to parties. He's doing all that stuff, and yet he's still going to be used as a pawn in a game because he's not involved with what's actually happening in the universe. He's playing this fallacy, this false narrative, this this sham of a world that he's living in that he's going to be used by the rebellion to their ends, right? He's going to be sacrificed in their game against the empire, the way the empire is allowing other people to be sacrificed when they're not being active. The, the, the whole point of this is, is not being, not participating in what's actually happening trying to like go, well, I don't have to worry about it. Cause I, I live my life. I'm doing this. This is, this doesn't affect me. It will affect you one way or the other, which is what Marva is just not right? throwing her funeral. Yeah. It's what Marva said. It's just not being thrown at you. That's not being like, soliloquied to you at the moment it's happening to the character it's being said in other places and then you're left to infer it which i don't know which way do you want do you want a movie that fucking literally says this is how democracy dies like a little bitch crying in the corner you know do you want that or do you want like you know so so it's all a big middle finger to switzerland because you can't be neutral is that what you're saying They're literally increased NATO presence, Josh. They literally increased NATO presence. They they didn't make Alderaan. (laughs) They didn't make Alderaan Switzerland, and they did blow it up. They kind of did make it. Like the one guy defending Switzerland, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I knew Scarif would do that. I just knew it, you know? They got palm trees, you know? It's the best. No, I, I, but I, I find it, I find, I find your take fascinating, Josh. I do, and I don't mean that. Like, like I don't, I don't want you to. Um, if something doesn't work for you, though, it doesn't work for you, and that's that's like the thing that I think Star Wars fans or people in fandom always have to remember is just like, like I, I could rationalize why everything makes sense and works and, and is brilliant for you. It just doesn't work for you. That's cool. Yeah. That's what I, said. I didn't like Book of Boba Fett either. That didn't work yeah. either. I mean, frankly, I've had issues with all of the shows they've done so far. Yeah. No. On some level no, or another. No. And I, I don't, don't just have that. issue with everything. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they all have their their moments, good and bad. But um, and or yeah, it's beautiful to look at it. It's it's produced on a higher level of quality than any of the other series have been, in my opinion. Um, it's very well written. Um, I don't mind the pacing. I don't care that there's this kind of slow build of storytelling. I, I appreciate that. I find it more mature and it's, it's nicer to kind of take the time to sort of soak things in. But um, again, I'm just, I'm not invested in any of the characters. I'm not invested in what's happening of all the different moments 
in the time of Star Wars that they could choose to focus on and tell a story about why this one and what in the end are we really going to get out of this? Um, like the I Bible, mean, huh, Josh? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, it it, I know. it does it does. I mean, I I I understand like that sentiment. Like like we have, I have friends who are just like I'm not interested in like the rebellion versus the empire era of Star Wars storytelling anymore. And it's kind of like I get it, I understand. But at the same time, well, other things well, are coming. Well, they hashtag Battlefront three every other day. You know what I mean? <laughs> well. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's the hypocrisy. Um, yeah, right, right, right. right. I don't want, but but whoop. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, old boy, where 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 should I send your your invite? Where do I? How do I invite you, old boy? I will I will I will send you an invite. Uh, um, Star Wars podcast says, listen to Rob Loney, folks. <laughs> but take a time, bro. Mm. <laughs> Well, while while we're on it, while while we're on it, the the whole uh, was that just the introduction of of the kid? Like last night when we were talking about it, there was a, some people thought um, that was like the start of them getting married or something. And like I didn't think so though. Did you guys take that no, as as just it was the introduction? I think it, it just was kind of yeah. like yeah, I think oh, it just yeah, meeting yeah. for the first time. Yeah, Olive Garden, yeah. breadsticks, yeah. Netflix, and chill. But not marriage. Yeah. <laughs> they took him to, I, I, oh, fine, I'll just say, they took him to Mormon Discovery Zone, essentially. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means, but it, it I think it fits, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I also think that um, Perrin might have that back tattoo of um, net Netflix and. Netflix and no chill. <laughs> Netflix, no marriage and chill. It's his, it's his tramp stamp. Someone, yeah. <laughs> Someone didn't tell him they wrote they wrote jizz and arabash on his tramp. Stamp. <laughs> he's like Dick. he's like he's like it's in it's it says uh, Perrin and ancient Kashikian. Like no, nah, dude, that says jizz, man. That says jizz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, nah, no, nah, I'm pretty sure this is like ancient Chewbacca. So. But uh, yeah, no, uh, the uh, the uh, um, so we what did we get? Oh, yeah, the uh, to go back to the intro thing, but to the music and to the marching mm -hmm. band that they were playing the fucking Andor theme. I thought it was mm -hmm. done, I thought it was done pretty well. I, it didn't like when I heard about that, I thought that sounds kind of corny <laughs> because I imagine like the actual theme that we hear at the opening, you know, when they're playing it, right? But they were they were kind of playing it like um. I don't know. If they played it film. super well, would you yeah. have bought that? That's just the people that get together every. No, come on, man. no, I don't you know, want like it. You're... No, it, that was that was perfect. Yeah. I mean, for me, that sounds was exactly perfect. like a high school band. Yeah, yeah, totally sounded like a high school band. Yeah, yeah. it was like 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 people, like local not good in a local mine or whatever. Oh. We're not going to be out there jazzing oh. it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, the the thing I was telling Rob what I what I was actually critical of in the episode when you watch it all together it's fine when you watch like the previous episode in this episode but um, B two has a has the important moment is when they 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 toss him over like a table you know when they when they finally like beat up that little guy um, he I think he could have used a couple lines in this episode when you watch the previous episode the mo the momentum goes forward right into it 
and you've just had the saddest little B2 moments that you're ever going to see from a droid in Star Wars. Right? It was, I was like, it was emotional. I was, I was, yeah, like, like, you're, what was that? I just, I love the droids. So I always love yeah. the droids. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's like a dog, a puppy <laughs> crying for its owner who's died and is not coming home. Like, it's the saddest thing ever. And, um, they did such a good job with that in the, in the previous episode. So in this one, I could have used not all of that again, not opening up that whole can of worms, but just a little continuation of the previous scenes as we were going maybe into the the the, the funeral. But it was it was that that's the only place I was like super critical of it um, on a week to week basis. Watch, but I mean, B two got his R two moment. You know, he got to project a big hologram, and we got to see Marva's Force Ghost and. All that yeah, good stuff. He shamed so was... he shamed Luke Skywalker. He was like, oh, yeah, real big hologram. Yeah. Mine's big. Yeah. Look how look at the size of this hologram. This yeah, he Snoke whipped it out. Size. Yeah. 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 Snoke was Snoke heard about that. He heard about the, <laughs> that, that uprising. Like, I need one like that. <laughs> yeah, we 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 missed him in the Force Awakens. He was down at the base yeah. of Snoke's hologram. Yeah. No, no. At Lucasfilm, we call that the Ronstadt moment, Jason. That's oh, the Linda Ronstadt moment. You get to project a very large object at a at a stunned audience. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bitter, George. I think it's... <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, anyways, back to the. Then, then what do we got? We have, uh, we have Brasso, and uh, he, you know, and, and Andor finally shows up. Andor's sneaking around. Andor knows the whole town. He's he's raised there, so he's able to to like get around. We have, so we have Sinta's who or Sinta who's out there, uh, being stalked by that weird ISB guy, mm-hmm. who she shanked a good one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I I thought that was very gratifying, because it, it kind of this... like. Mm-hmm. This moment was like Jason at Galaxy's Edge, and I'm like dead trying to figure out how to get a how to get one ride, you know. And I didn't know how to pre-order shit and how to navigate these sewers of of the bowels of trying to work a theme park. And then Jason's like, "You idiot! You just take all the sewers. You just run around. You don't know the fuck." You just open the app, shit, dummy. So. You just open the app before the park opens, and it's like a, yeah, the sewer app. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, no, Since but uh, Since it stabbed that guy twice, though, right? What's that? She made Cinta. She stabbed that guy twice, though, right? She made sure. Yeah, I think so. She she got uh, him he like, like he's, he's she alive. got him like up into the heart. Like she did it right. Nah, she went like like below breastbone. It looked like up into. Yeah, I think. She's oh, more like a right, stab Josh? to the groin to me, but I don't know. You saw a dick stab? Why would That's you do that? Yeah. She didn't even stab a dude right. Jason. She was low on that. Yeah. <laughs> Vel asking about the blood on her hand. She was that that's ball blood, you know. <laughs> she's all ridiculous. Testy blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They um um uh I, I thought they were gonna break up in that episode when when she when Vel's like, look at me, and she's just like, bitch, I ain't got time for you. I'm like rebelling right now. You know what I mean? I was like, man, Vel is that fucking girlfriend though, isn't she? No you know, way. like so we're in the middle shit. of shit. Can we do this later? Hi, man. And, and I, I, I honestly thought it would have been the other way around. That that was me calling it wrong, and I'm gonna admit that. Hey, Meg, how are you? Old old Star Wars Meg is here. Hey, Meg. Hello. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty exhausted from, from the season, though. It, I, it was hard on me. It was hard on me in a good way, though. It, it kind of it, it put me through the ringer. That's what she said. It was hard on me that episode <laughs> where Bix was putting her good, pants on, on, but me, but in a yeah. good way, yeah, that's yeah. I love the me. hanging fruit, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he calls me. I appreciate that. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so do do you see yourself watching the show again? What, Who? Me? Any of you? <laughs> Nick disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't well, we got Nick's answer. Yeah, I actually yeah, I'd leave this is, shit on a repeat. Yeah, this is the to me the most rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It... But I, I understand that that uh, it's going to be the, the Ahsokas and the Mandos and the uh, whatever the fuck else they make, you know, the the, the Kung Fu Republic. Uh, the you know like, what the high kung fu republic my bad high, high karate republic. republic high karate yeah, republic yeah. and then high oh my god wow come on come on come on I'm, I'm working it out here we're whiteboarding yeah, so yeah. like dinosaurs yeah, yeah, yeah. dinosaurs yeah 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 I mean wouldn't wouldn't Book of Boba Fett have been better if they had flying dragons Jason oh my god think? anything would have made that right? shit. yeah really right see. Smurfs would I'm just saying, it. like if you take it out of one thing and you put another, and you love it, that says something about your bias. That's all I'm saying. You know, saying. I, you get the fuck out of here. Dragons. You wouldn't love Boba Fett on a flying dragon. I would like you Boba Fett on a flying dragon. I would and, <laughs> act like you wouldn't like it. it. You know, yeah, you know, and maybe if, he, if yeah. he had high, that high tower with him, you know, high tower was there. Him and Mando can side saddle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Both <laughs> fat right side saddle. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe I don't even know what that means. People, they had blue people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, I, well, the thing is, is they don't have big blue tentacles coming out their head. When they're big blue tentacles coming out their head, we like it. Or yeah. when they're ghosts, we like it. But when they're yeah. living creatures with tails, then we don't like it. It's yeah. the problem. It's the problem. Well, Tales. we we did we did see the bat. I mean, not really, but we did see the backstory of Garen Dan in my head. Like, you know that you just have that one guy with the gas mask on. Do you guys notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The spy from A New Hope. I don't think it's actually him, but in my head it is, and he gets beat up a lot. And that one guy was a spy. That fucking the one dude with the big guy. That guy. I was I was kind of like I was kind of mad about that. I, I didn't oh, the one that got a glass in his face at the end. He got. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> got hey, good. let's be honest. This is the most realistic use of a thermal detonator we've ever seen in Star Wars. Those fucking windows fucked everyone yeah. up. I don't want to hear shit. Even if you're like not my thing, no one has used a thermal detonator like boom. That fucking dude got waxed. I mean, yeah, like, poosh, you know, <laughs> shit, dog. <laughs> like, fucked everyone up, dude. Good. Like. Now, 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 when I watch Return of the Jedi, I'm like, don't, don't, let, don't let her do it, man. This will fuck every. We're all fucking dead, <laughs> you know. Like, Glass everywhere. Yeah. I like, I like May calling only... it the Cassie Andy show. <laughs> Cassie Andy. <laughs> my my only request for the season two, I, you know, if we were getting five seasons, we could get this. I guess now it's going to be like in turbo mode because they're going to get it done, but. You know, if they had five seasons, I just wanted to see Cyril and Dedra and Coruscant go to a bowling alley. 
you know, like the Imperial <laughs> Bowling Alley. You know, like the really, it's super clean, you know, like it's all white. They all got Date night. black Death Star yeah. looking balls. Oh. Your Meg only has one minute. So, hey, Meg, what, sh share your thoughts on the Cassie Andy show if you, don't, if you want. I thought Cassie Andy was a great show. Episode 12 was good. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought the Death Star was cool. I liked massive Marva in the sky. And I thought it was great. But I was with you last night. We didn't get to get touch back on it last night. Um, Vel, Vel, they they should have had the kiss. They should. They they should have. I thought that. Off. Yeah, that was a little kind of a little bit. Like that that read a little untrue to the beginning of the show. I thought. Yeah. You know. But, but uh, so I think unfortunately that's going to come in a dying moment. Maybe isn't it? Season yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, seeing. I mean, I I think I think everyone's gonna die. I don't think. Yeah, I think die. they are too. Yeah, I agree. Next, next year. Even Mon Mothma. Season two. <laughs> somehow Marva what? lives. <laughs> season two. Somehow Marva lived. That's the how it's gonna open up. <laughs> now she's actually running shit. Yeah, 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 she didn't actually die. That was a force ghost. That was a force ghost, yeah. right? Darth Revo. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it wasn't a forest ghost because it couldn't sit on a log. And forest <laughs> ghosts can sit on logs, Jason. That's the rule. That's the rule. That's fair. Well, I mean, they blew up Bib Fortuna and Max Rebo at the end of Return of the Jedi, or the beginning of Return of the Jedi, yet somehow they both managed to make it back for Book of Boba. So, Well, to be fair, Bib Fortuna yeah. survived in Legends for like 20 years until they decided to do something with him again. True. He did. He was yeah, one of the survivors. Did they they end up writing that off like they escaped together, like they left on another skiff together or some shit, right? That's how it worked out? Or did I just imagine that in my mind? My crazy They escaped brain? on a, yeah, on a skiff. That and one. I missed It was that other guy, um, the other instrumentalist from Jabba's Palace who survived. But they never really confirmed Max Rebo until Book of uh, Broken Dreams came out. <laughs> book of sadness and no. regret yeah <laughs> no that, that's not true the, the 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 one on the the ship in jedi was marsha fortuna josh i don't think oh. you're aware that's the one that got blown up yeah my bad yeah yeah bib bib was back at the yeah that was marsha yeah. last night right, i well, just i, I discovered a bunch of, no no joke i discovered a bunch of like um on scene george and marsha lucas pictures last night I don't know what oh, I'm gonna, how I'm gonna you got my DMs. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Oh, they're they're at a buffet. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah. They're at a buffet. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were gonna name uh, we were gonna name Bib Fortuna Benny Hanna originally, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So dumb. You're George. <laughs> so stupid. You're so stupid, <laughs> George. I couldn't keep that one out. <laughs> Meg, Meg, Meg. <laughs> Meg, before you go, do, do you have anything else that you that you wanted to th throw out out here for our dumb show? Uh, not necessarily, unless you have something in mind. Um, like a freestyle rap, maybe. I, I can't rap. Oh come on, Meg! I know you can. All right, fine. I, I can't rap. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> that was the plea to stop. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. That was the nicest way possible. Yeah. I'm going like, to just put that one out there like, for you. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to get a text like, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> Meg, before you go, before you go, though, Meg, what are you looking forward to the next Star Wars wise? Other than obviously Avatar. What, what else are you looking forward to? Well, what, 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 oh, what's... yeah. Avatar, definitely the, the, the heart yeah. of Star Wars. No. Oh, um, definitely Bad Batch Season 2. Mando 3, Visions 2, Skeleton Crew, Ahsoka. I think I'm just naming things now. But I'm just naming everything, I think. <laughs> but definitely Bad Batch in 41 days, I think. Yeah. Bad Batch is not far oh. off. I'm... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, that that arc on... Uh, what's his name? Commander Cody... I hope mm. that's what like ropes me in. I watched your video on that the other day, and I was like, I kind of do want to want to see this. Yeah, so. but he's only in one episode, so. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. I will Bummer. leave you with my favorite dad joke. You've heard it a million times, and you're going to be forced to hear it again. Okay. Um. Okay. So why did Luke never have any successful relationships? I don't know why. Because old Ben told him to use divorce. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, like, I like it. That's my mic drop. Thank you, Jason. Bye, Meg. Uh, we love you, Meg. We'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. I enjoyed that. That was good. My 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 favorite one is um. What did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? HDMI. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite one. I just saw that one recently. It's so dumb. So dumb. I laughed way too hard. <laughs> I was just gonna make a Commander Cooties joke, but I didn't know how to set it up, so I just put that one out there. <laughs> Cooties. <laughs> yeah, my my humor is slightly less sophisticated. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> and thank you, Star Wars Podcast, with a super chat again. I appreciate it, man, so much. Okay, old boy film, um, old boy. I'm telling you, I, where do I send a link, man? You, you, you could come on, dude. I'm telling I actually you, like, have to hop off. I just got a phone call, so I actually have to. But thanks for having me on. Uh, anytime. And nice to meet so, you. Nice to meet you too. I'm so sorry that Josh is a hater. No, wow. we love Josh. Oh no, I hate. No, wow. no, we're slowly finding out what he loves, which is uh, not a it's lot. Not that but... important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those parents. There you okay? go. I love parents. Behave, Here you go. co-host. Behave. All right, bye, guys. Thank bye. You. Thanks, Mom. Thanksgiving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Josh and Nick are just competing for the biggest pompadour. So we're we're uh, I think Nick is winning by yeah, a, Nick by a hair. Yeah. <laughs> by, by a hair. <laughs> I said I said by a hair. Oh no, no, fuck it. it wasn't yeah. wasn't HGMI, but you know, no. there we go. So it's hard to come close to that. There it is. Yeah. Do you think oh, um, this thing? Jason, this this show uh, with Andor, the standard of it needs to like because for me, I think this this is the standard for now in like production. But I understand like the budget budgetary wise, it was like through the roof and things like that. But do you think this needs to be the standard going forward from now on? I I I I crashed Josh's show the other night, and w when we were there, like like that kind of came up about that kind of that kind of thing and uh i didn't get to, i didn't get to it was a big panel so i, I kind of <laughs> did you know kind of went flow. it was chaos go ahead it was, say fun. It. it was fun it was no it was fun i had a good time i had a great time um 
but the uh, thing is is that like the shows that are made out here like where i'm at like in like outside of el segundo those shows are never going to be able to compete with the stuff that's being done at pinewood it's just not possible unless they go and they they open up a, a studio or they buy a studio or they make a studio as long as they're doing it at manhattan beach in the volume and then using that exterior it's it's just never going to going to compare and i don't know this mm. for certain but like we had a couple of shots this in this last episode of the show where you see like um sort of like the courtyard where the shit's about to go down that building mm. is high yeah yeah it's massive yeah, it's huge, man. I, I don't think they could build that high out out in el segundo next to the next to the bridge where the train mm. goes by maybe even for fire code reasons probably for fire mm. code reasons I don't know this for certain. This is that this is just my my you know interjection here, but I I don't so I as long as the setup that they have is the same as the one that was built for Mandalorian, I don't see it. You okay, Penny? Okay, give give me a but little Jason. while longer. Okay, okay, a little while Jason. longer. Wait, wait, come say hi. Hey. hey. Um. But Jason, yeah. So if, anyway, if they were shooting. Yeah. If they were shooting underwater in 3D in Manhattan Beach, we would be all right, though, right? Good point. See, people don't know that's that's where the the studio is. It's in it's in Manhattan Beach. See? They, yeah, they don't know that. I know. I know. You got to actually know some shit, but that's whatever. true. No. So, uh, no, no. If, if, it, th- if it's all done, if it's if it's like a complete volume show, sure. But if they if they don't if they don't do it and they want to do the exterior shots, it's going to look like Book of Boba Fett and Mando. Mando tends to look better. Mando looks looks better than the other ones. And I think that's because of John Favreau being an expert at dealing with the limitations of the of the tech, you know? I just I just don't think you can look you all know how I feel about the prequels. Specifically two and three. The Phantom Menace is the one I get I think, you know, holds up the best. I, I know you, you all don't agree with me, but it does. No, I do. Um I, I don't see any difference. I don't see any I'm difference on, wow. in the restrictions. I know, old boy, what's up? I don't How's see it any going difference. Over, good, it feels good. like his light and Nick's light are connected, though, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> it does. Oh, you know, sure. it does. That's I, weird. I, I, like they're in the same room. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's that's crazy. What about now? <laughs> uh, see, I can't, I can't match that. Uh, I can't match that. I did that on purpose, man. It was way brighter, but I saw he had the more aesthetic <laughs> lights as the matches tone. But what I was saying was, I don't see any oh. difference. I don't see any difference in the way episodes two and three look compared to the limitations of the volume when they're all shooting on 100 percent blue screen environments you know like it has the same look to me other than some like piss poor wire work you might get in the prequels right a guy just gets lifted up by a wire when he gets blown up it has the same limit it's like we've traded 100 percent green screen backgrounds for the volume but the effect although you know it probably looks better in terms of lighting you know what I mean? And it's more budget sound. The limitations of those films compared to when they're, say, actually in a palace in Theed Palace, right? When you're actually in a palace in Theed Palace, it looks totally different than when you're in, like, a blue screen 3D yeah. environment from 2002 in a palace, you know? Yeah. And the same with the volume. You can see the volume. You can see that blue CGI effect. And then here, when you're actually on Andor, when they actually go to a dam, you know what I mean? And turn that dam into... A military comp- uh, outpost then that looks like they're at a military outpost so I, I just don't know that this is a problem 
Star Wars has had ever since George has been trying to find ways to not just make them on a budget, but make them, you know, as wild as he could imagine them. And Star Wars, I don't know, like, it probably doesn't always work when it's 100%, you know, imaginary. Does that make sense? I'm imaginary, but it's, it's, you know, if you're going to do a cartoon, just do a full (laughs) CGI cartoon, like, and in the way that Jedi Fallen Order, like the CGI intros for that, I keep saying, like, if that's, that looks so good, you're better off just doing a, a series with all them assets, you know, than 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 whatever this is. This like because it comes off cartoonish. George Lucas hates wire some... work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, they yeah. they know they get they get blowed up pretty bad. I know, I know. Some of those that the the most wire worky thing is the Count Dooku um, fight with right. Obi Wan. I would say, but other than that. James, James got you. James got you good. No, there's wire work in the prequels. It's not. I said except when there is. James got some. You. James got you. <clears throat> well, it's I'm, my still, fault I'm still mad. Vader didn't but, do it. Didn't do a backflip in Kenobi, man. Right? No, yeah, they they like right. One. But the things the, the things <laughs> the fans quote unquote want to see are like they want to see that Knights of the Old Republic with the hundred Jedi fighting a hundred Jedi every fucking episode. That ain't, TV show can't do that, man. I don't even if you spent two hundred million dollars, you'd have to because of the amount they have to do, you have to spend two billion dollars. You see what I mean? Like in a two hour movie, it's one thing, but when you have like every episode, it doesn't have a million fucking Jedi all sitting around doing Jedi shit and all the lightsabers popping out. They're never gonna be happy. So like that's where video games actually get them get their little dopamine hit more than the series but then you run into a problem where the visual effects in a video game are outpacing the visual effects in live action simply because once it's all in a video game you give it a giant bigger pass you know than you can in live action and it's harder to meld live action elements with cgi effects no matter which way you cut it It, there's nothing easy about that so the the volume supposed to at least give you lighting Right, because when mm-hmm. you have like in the prequels, when you have them being lit, they have to like fake the lighting with the orbs. They have to take those create masks and then you know reintegrate that lighting in post, and it just never looked right. So here they're actually getting the lighting, even in the Batman, when they're being lit by a volume and they replace the background with a digital mat, they still get the bounce lighting from the volume on them, which you can't fake. It's it just yeah. you can't fake that. It ends up looking like those 90s acid wash videos, you know, where they're like, here's a filter, blah, 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 blah. You can't filter your way through it. So this this benefits, this whole series benefits from being more of a low-key story. So if you're going to do a Jedi thing like this or in this manner with these type of effects, you have to do one Jedi, two Jedi, maybe how the Acolyte's doing it. You can't do... The Knights of the Old Republic running around, or the the way you imagine the Clone Wars. We we do have a volume. We talk about the problems with the volume. We have fan expectations and volume of effects. We want every fucking thing, you know. And, and wrestling, they call it hot shining. You know, where you throw every little trick out there to get the crowd round up, but it quickly fades out because fans get too desensitized to it. So um, that's my rant, dude. Like I don't know how the visual effects, one way or the other, appease what they're hungering for which is i just want to see a bunch of Jedi fight like and i'm and i'm not being like mean on them but that's really what they want to see over and over again like this that's it that's and i don't know man that's where the games are going to do a better job in my opinion well you're wrong they're wrong because i want to see like a bunch of clones of bix fight that's what i want to see 
to call him the lone wolf. So big, big, big mud story. wrestle. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, on that one planet from the Mandalorian. Um, um, old boy, old boy films. Um, that, what you think? What you think, man? Of the of the of the, uh, of the, the finale. Show? Yeah, the, the finale, the, the show, whichever you want, however you want to take it. Yeah, man, the finale, the finale is good. I've only watched it once last night. I'm the 2 a.m. crowd, so I'm waiting. Yeah. One of my best friends, this was my intro show to Star Wars for him. Like, he's watched casually some movies and whatnot. Um, so I'm waiting on the second rewatch. I'll rewatch with him, and it'll be his first time. He'll be watching 11 and 12 with me. Um, I thought it was good, man. Um, you know, I thought there's a lot of loose ends that they need to tie in and i think they did that for the most part there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that it's kind of like game of thrones-esque where they leave a lot of it to the next season to answer the questions um so you know i loved it man i, I really did um i really know what to say man i'm just here to you know yeah. watch y'all talk honestly <laughs> yeah no 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 it's you know it's it's uh that's that's how i felt about it too was that it? Everything was kind of everything kind of came together in the the, yeah. the last episode. Everything so, that you would expect, so, and it, mm. I'm gonna get so my my whole watched. my whole thing with with this show in general. I love this show. I think yeah, like it's like I, I said it last night on the stream. I joined in and like I commented it. I think in terms of detail, it's like I don't think I'm over exaggerating compared to Kenobi. It might be like a million times more, and like I don't think that's over exaggeration. But I don't think that's necessarily, like, I don't think, I think they should trim off, like, a little bit of that detail, like, 15 to 20% of that detail, because it can be a little clustered, just the information that gets fed through. You do have to read through the lines a lot, um, which is nice. Like, I like being challenged as a, as a Star Wars fan, as a, as a watcher of things as well. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to see, it's going to be interesting to see how season two, like, the pacing of it, you know, it could be a lot. Let's see a lot faster. So I'm interested to see like how, if it's going like this, how much tighter the story is going to get, you know? So your friend, this is like mm-hmm. one of the first things they've ever watched from Star Wars is this show? No. Well, so they've watched, um, I think he watched like, he liked Mandalorian whenever it first came out, like the first season, but okay. I think he kind of fell off. Didn't even get to season two. And that was like okay. his like rebirth otherwise than like a childhood, like, watching it on the screen, not really remembering too much of it. Um, and he <laughs> likes it because it's it's very realistic. It's very, like, militarized. Um, it's, like, a lot of World War One, World War Two tones, especially appearance-wise, um, especially the Aldani episodes. Um, and he just likes the fact that there's... Like, I've tried to get him to watch all the Star Wars movies. Um, he just... He thinks that jedis are kind of overpowered like op he likes which i mean they are but he wants it to be like it's like playing halo prequel jedis you get that yeah, yeah it's like oh, old boy halo and you see Pre- you get, prequel you get jedis are op yes you know? yes and like episode two like i didn't even try to watch that movie with him because i knew that was just gonna be that was like he wasn't gonna could you that. um hey old boy mm-hmm. old boy could you mm-hmm. imagine in in star wars the new hope if vader and obi-wan started doing a really fast run and then like Throwing like why are why they're lightsaber fighting like they're just running around all the hallways in the Death Star really fast, having a fight <laughs> while they're running really fast like right. Well, I just think, to show how yeah, bad I mean, even though they're old they're still badass you know like they can just go really <laughs> there's a YouTube, yeah. There's a YouTube there's a YouTube version of that. 
<laughs> oh, really? Around. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you know, you can do anything in Unreal Engine 5 now. Yeah, yeah, the, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah those fans fan oh. are going to take over the world. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he... His, his analogy was, it's like, if you guys ever played Halo, it's like getting the energy sword on Halo. It's like, it shouldn't really that happen very often. And whatever it's due, it's like, so. Right. That was his analogy. And I I, I thought it connected pretty well. Because I think I'm kind of the weirdo on the whole thing where if the show looked like Kenobi, which I don't think is, is barely acceptable, but <laughs> it was as well performed as this one. And paste as well. I could probably deal with the really bad effects, um, with the with the really bad backgrounds, and I I could probably get lost in it. Like how somebody who likes, you know, I don't know, maybe like old Doctor Who enjoys it, like as fresh sci-fi to them. You know what I mean? It's like the story is captivating enough. You get into it and it works. But but Nick I, I don't flinched think... when you complained about Doctor Who, Jason. Sorry, sorry, Nick. I know <laughs> I, I wasn't no, complaining. See it, I was go back. Of... Thirty second rewind. I wasn't <laughs> complaining. I wasn't complaining. I, I was yeah. I was praising it. Mm. I was saying like like yeah. like people like are like into it. Like it works for them. And um and no no and what I'm saying is um is it's it's they kind of did it really. I feel like if if they did anything sort of weird, it was that. I know there's reasons for it, but it's like. The one thing that that needed that needed it more, like that needed that production, but it was like Kenobi, and it, and it doesn't have. You know what, it. Kenobi? And not yeah, just that, yeah. Jason. If you go look at the opening to Rogue One, um, mm-hmm. Galen Erso on that planet. Look how filthy Galen is. That's mm-hmm. Star Wars filthy for me. That's the yeah, proper man. amount of Star the Wars. A guy living out in a hut. You know, you Filth. look at fucking Obi Wan. Looks like Hallmark Christmas special filthy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, hey, you like can, like you, you know the remember the <laughs> you remember in the in the in the in the Lord of the Rings films people were dirty but in that Hobbit movie they're all in the mines and everyone's glowing like it's a fucking Christmas commercial from 1982 you know yeah. and they're all like super clean and just they're just fuzzy well it's because like, this is not dirty like, man <laughs> in Kenobi they have like a little bit of like like they they missed them with the sweat maybe a little bit of like baby oil or something but he doesn't look hot. Like you, like yeah. you look hot. You're hot. You look hot. Like not like sexy hot. Like hot. And um, Jason, and you, you can Jason. Oh hey, Baloney. No, I just want. I just wanted you to know. Dirty details can't be done dirt cheap. No, it costs money. Costs the moolahs, and and we took a little hit on that that dodge coin, so we had to just make some make some sacrifices. Oh right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Next time I'll spit on him, and he'll look all wet and shit. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> so, so what was the what was the official reasoning because it was like kenobi was first supposed to be filmed and the on location I'll and it was supposed to be vice versa what what was the was it just like the the getting you and mcgregor on like that budget going it was a lot there you and mcgregor from what i understand married freshly married family Hair. on the way all that stuff's going down, and they're LA based. They wanted to to stay in LA. It was a way of, of getting it done. They could do it here. And then when the production closed down, when they didn't make the window, they also lost their spot at Pinewood. And then pandemic happens, and you there was a time during the pandemic where you didn't know if you were going to be stuck in Europe for 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 a year or longer. Nobody knew. That that's why Gilroy at one time. That was the official reason uh, that they said at first was Gilroy 
wasn't going to be directing on Andor anymore because he didn't want he couldn't leave his family. He wasn't going to leave leave uh, the country, and so it was just a weird time. Nobody knew what was up. So I think yeah. I think that's why. And then they're like, you know, we can do it here. We can do it this way. And things they cha- they change shit around. And and with Kenobi, I don't think they knew what they were going to get until they did it. I think it was an experiment. Yeah. Did that? Did she? Did Dever Child direct every episode on Kenobi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like and, the only and, show that they've done that? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Such yeah. an interesting choice. Mm. Yeah. Because like Kenobi really is just a small film, cut into six chapters. You know, cut into even hours. more, even yeah. more so then, <laughs> even more so yeah. then. It's like why, why? You know. <clears throat> it should have been that, in my opinion, or maybe like a two-part miniseries or something like that. Mm-hmm. They, they, I feel like they stretched out the story and added so many elements that weren't necessary to where we kind of lost what was going to be good about it. Yeah, six, yeah. six, six episodes is an awkward number for me. Especially with a two episode premiere. Yeah, like Rob said, a lot of I agree with Rob. What Rob usually says it wasn't really enough to get deep deep into it, and then it was, but it also made it an awkward length film at the same time or something like that. It feels I, like an oddly Rob, and not but. just yeah. So any of these and and I you know I'm I'm a I'm pretty keen on the Marvel stuff, but this six episode format, although there are brilliant BBC writers and and, and cats who can put that together in the UK. So far, the net result at Disney has been uh, these things that aren't quite movies, right? And they're not ser- they're not long enough to be give you the feeling of a series where you went on a complete total adventure, and they feel like oddly paced movies before they get like edited down, and but also don't have the production value of a film. So you're better off in this format based off what they've done, not just like what yeah. I think they should do. Going the werewolf by night thing where you get a standalone. Mm-hmm complete one hour thing right that that mm-hmm. is on its own you know yeah. like kenobi could have just been one bit and if they like it hey we'll go do another one you know mm-hmm. like well, what do you mean we wouldn't like it it look some people didn't like it that's how it works you never know but this way this way how, like how do i say it that i think it's unfair to put anybody any director in a position to be in charge of like an eight hour series you know or six hour series six hour series is it's think about the way Tony Gilray talks about how hard this was. Even if Andor was six episodes, I still don't think he would have directed shit. Mm. It's just you have so many decisions to make. You have performances you have to gather. Everything's being shot out of order. You know, you gotta like be in the editing room. You gotta be talking to like probably have a Skype call with like four different two to four different editors, right? Not including second unit, whatever second unit looks like on a TV show. Maybe they're out in the desert, you know, or they're out on another lot in Manhattan Beach shooting stuff. It's it's a giant coordinated nightmare when you think about it and the net result is going to be ah it looks kind of like a cheaply made movie that i don't think that's forget what the numbers do there's something about a quality situation so if you go back to when pixar um was going to disney wanted pixar i mean toy story 2 to be direct to dvd right Mm -hmm. and it was going to be this direct to dvd little story and then internally, internally, the kayfabe is that they're like, no, this was a big enough story to be a movie. Yeah, that's the kayfabe. The reality is it was going to not be enough um, in terms of quality to match up to what they were doing cinematically. And it also wasn't going to feel like a complete thing. It was going to be this one little, and it ends up doing damage to your brand at that point. You're better off putting in the extra $50 million, you know, 
to get that thing out the door at a, at a polished level and starting over from scratch with the same idea then taking the well we got it done you're happy you got your content let's fucking swallow it you know like you don't it it didn't do anybody any favors i mean you just came off the back of that fargo 3 emmy you know awards i mean fargo 3's his performance is great and it's like he if he wasn't on his game on this if right if he was like let's say he was like uh in and like came off the island and he wasn't acting very you know <laughs> he's like i don't really need to act you know i was in the island i can just show up this would have been a colossal failure like the show's held up by his performance like <laughs> yeah but there's only yeah. so much you can do like introspective obi-wan like like chewing on his nails it only goes so far <laughs> after the four hour mark you know like and then you end up with that that sequence at the refinery where he's just running around piles oh. of dirt you're like guys you can't I know, you know, you can't just rattle and run around piles of dirt. Like, you can, like, you know, like, like he goes, no, duck out. I'm behind another pile of dirt and I'm not being mean, right? Like, no, that when was, you're creatively that working on something, you look in the camera, you're like, are we really just having Obi-Wan Kenobi run around piles of dirt around a guy of Darth Vader who's at his peak? Are we really doing this right now? Like, well, we got to do it. That's the show. It's the limitations. Well, you know what I mean? It doesn't do anyone any favors, but that's the problem with these six episodes. Either. The Marvel stuff ends up feeling incomplete. It's not enough. You know, it feels, and it doesn't do that. If, if, if they did half the shows, instead of four Marvel shows a year, you got two, but they were 12 to 13 episodes. You know, you do end up in that Daredevil. I'm going to wrap up on this before my rant's over, but when Daredevil came out on Netflix, let's go back to the first season. Everyone loves it now, and I loved it when it came out, but there was a strong complaint that they felt there was one or two many filler episodes, quote-unquote filler episodes. And as a person who reads a lot, you know, uh, and writes a little bit, um, those filler episodes are usually where the character development happens. They're called scene and sequel writing. So in sequel chapters and books, it deals with the ramifications of a scene. People and people feel like, oh, that's filler. No, it's people dealing with the consequences of the choices made in the big action piece. And this, these, and what they do in these, these scene, these sequel chapters is set up the next big scene. So you need some of that. These series are more like books. You need one or two, if not three, filler quote unquote episodes to deal with the ramifications of the big. Imagine if we went from Aldani to the Ferrix riot in one episode. Yeah. You it wouldn't it wouldn't you'd be like, well, it's not really a big riot. Doesn't really matter. I don't see what the big deal is. Why should I care about the it, but it cares only because you're invested in the characters. You, you could do you, know? you could do Aldani, you could do the prison riot, and you could do the Ferrix riot all back to back to back, and then it would it would sort of ring um ring a bit hollow. Well, if if that was supposed to be character development for Andor, I mean again, like I go back to the end of episode three. He was with Luthen on the ship, off to join the rebellion. Mm -hmm. Just like we're at the end of episode twelve, and he's in the no, same off damn to get place. Paid. He was a and, mercenary, and, Josh. He was not joining a rebellion. He was. But the fact yeah, of the matter just, is, is we didn't need up. all of this development. Okay, we've already shown through a flashback in this most recent episode that you know he was, and through Marva's big speech and everything, that he was raised by rebels. You know, so make that be the catalyst, wrap it up in the first three episodes and move on with the story. I feel like most of this first season could have been 
done as the opening to just a one season story. And then the second season wasn't even necessary. I feel like it was stretched out to a second season just so at the beginning they could say, oh, we've already, you know, renewed it for a second season. And episode one hasn't even aired yet. But then so you're everybody treat, could be Josh, like, oh, it's then, so good. Great. But, you know, you're going to get your version of that and like four other different productions. That's the way Mando's done. So you're already getting that kind of storytelling. The difference here is that you're able to bring up a lot of nuanced uh thematic elements especially dealing with you know living under not just tyranny but living under like a cold war uh creeping uh nightmare scenario and where people are constantly saying yeah you know i'm gonna do that and then they go eh, i'm not really gonna do that that's the human part of the story normally in a george lucas style story they go i'm gonna do that and then nothing's changing my mind you know, like you so, so this burn is just my family a, up, you know, it's it's the last Jedi. It's a bunch of us being on a long chase just to end up back where we began. But it's character development. I, I don't I don't buy that. Um, I, I, I appreciate the pacing and I do appreciate nuanced storytelling. But there's a point where you're so nuanced that you lose any sort of cohesion to what you're trying to say. You think this 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 no one got the cohesion in the story? As for the last Jedi, like that dealt with like subversion. This isn't subverting your expectations. This isn't saying, "Oh, here's a character you know. Here's how they're doing something totally different, and we're going to kill the bad guy off in one thing just to like throw you off the 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 Star Wars tempo, the the typical Star Wars beats." They don't have to because they don't have a two hour film. It's way harder to crunch your story into two hours than it is 13 episodes it's way harder to do that this is why like netflix is able to make series after series after series but when they make a movie it fucking usually sucks it's very few netflix movies are ever entertaining because it's way harder to condense that and make it feel make it feel like it paces properly and that's where the editing come where they go oh movies are made in the editing room because sometimes you can you can things that don't come across in the script didn't come in the performance come together through clever editing so like these are there's it's just not a simplistic conversation in saying well you know a story is about a character changing like no that's a story is about a character making decisions and suffering the consequences of those actions good or bad they can make good or bad decisions they got to suffer the consequences of those decisions good or bad that's a story so you could tell Rob, an entertaining you story about you going up, to blockbuster because you're fucking up because <laughs> yeah. right now yeah. tyrant you don't is need agreeing to... with you you and Tyron are becoming friends. And that's I mean, that's the only reason why I came here tonight. I'm just came here to listen Look, to Rob, to be fair. So. Let's be honest. Tyron's logo is almost the Avatar A at this point, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? Almost. It's very close. Almost. Yeah, it's got a little tail, little ears up there. Put a little ears, a little tail. It's a little right? kitty cat. It's close. I like it. I like it. But uh, so, but don't worry, Josh. You're gonna get uh, well. You're actually you didn't like anything, so you're never getting any good Star Wars. <laughs> you Josh, know, I think I think at this point you may want to start playing Marvel Snap, Josh. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because you snap a lot. You know, like I just want Josh to be happy. I just want something to come out and make Josh happy. I, no, I, Josh. I, now it's your turn in the barrel. Welcome to Robbed in 2002. You know what I mean? Like you get to live Listen, another 17 years of hating Star Wars. Only you got a podcast now. So good luck. Well, well, well like, Josh. Josh. Okay. <laughs> Were, were, were you were you a, were you a prequel guy, Josh, or not a prequel guy? Um, I can appreciate things about them, but no, I mean, I I grew up watching the original trilogy. As I, I mean, one of the first movies I ever saw in cinemas was Return of the Jedi when it was released Same. in '83. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I, I they're at the core of, of my heart as far as any kind of storytelling. I love Star Wars. It's always been. 
a big part of my life and I, I love the characters and, and this just, I'm not invested in these characters. It really has nothing to do with the, the storytelling for me or the craftsmanship. Again, I said it, it's, it's a finely produced series. I have no issues with the pacing or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, hell, I, I love movies. I love television. I've worked in film exhibition for 25 years. I, I know what an audience appreciates and why they do. Whether it's ignorant or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, ultimately, I want people watching Star Wars. And if we're making content that people aren't wanting to watch, then the thing that I love the most is going to dwindle and die. So I want them to make stuff that's going to keep an audience. I don't even watch Star Wars though, Josh. So I don't really. <laughs> you never did, George. Uh, well, no, no, you know, no, not really. I I, I watched uh, Murderland, Radio Time. That was my favorite. <laughs> Radio Land Murder. Yeah, look, grow out, George. What do you? Here's the thing, man. I don't like it when I when I tell people I love a movie and everyone's like, "Your fucking Avatar sucks." I don't go. I want everyone to see Avatar. Like that ain't that it's weird because like, yeah, do you want people to love the things you love? I guess, you know, it's cool to have someone to speak to, but no, I feel it's not like even about stuff... me being able to connect with those people. It's about me just understanding that the way the business works is if it doesn't make money, it doesn't get made. So I want it That's to continue to make money in order for it to <laughs> continue to get made on the level that I want it to be made. It could not make money and they're still going to make because they, they, we live in a world now where the IP survives a financial failure. Batman and Robin did not make money. It, it did not help, but Batman survives. They're going to make another Star Wars. We're just yeah, but I don't want them IP. to reboot it. You know, thirty years down the yeah. road, I, I don't want it remade. I want the story. I, I get the to same we all going to be alive in thirty years, other than Nick and Old Boy. Like, I mean, like, are the top three of us really going to make it that long, Josh? Like, we get angry sure. every day. I don't know. If, I don't know. I got acid reflux. Josh is coughing <laughs> every day. You know, like you're already wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I don't know where we're making it. Like, like <laughs> Someone, someone's just going to kill me. Let's just be honest. Here. I'm not, I don't have the other way. The, the future is these two guys. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not that young. Trust me. Hey, hey, old, old boy! Yeah. I'm leaving all the passwords the, under the rock behind yeah. my house. If something happens, you uh, can have it. Yeah, I'm the 25 year old in the chat all the time. That half Rob's references go over my head. So, what are you looking so, forward to the most, Josh? I, we could complain all day what well, something okay. isn't because well, really Lord knows I Rob, do that. I just want to know Rob, what are you looking forward to? I'm curious, Rob. I, I, I as far as from actually, Star Wars or Andor. Wait, 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 oh, go ahead, Jason. Rob, I have I have to go because. So my kids have an appointment that they cannot make now. I have to take them. Can you end the show, Rob? I can end the show, but without the song. But yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll yes. do my I'm own gonna, song. I'm... I'll do my own okay. song. You'll say, you guys will say. You, you do it, and then you end the show. And then, bye. bye. I'm right. sorry, sorry to cut out. I hate to do it, but it's the way life goes sometimes. And thank you, Josh. Appreciate Josh, you, Jason. I hope, I hope we did bye. not gang up on you because I, I respect. Your I'm used to it, man. Opinion and your. You do not have to agree with anybody. Don't listen to any of this, this blue guy, especially. All right. Yeah. I'll see you guys in a bit. Thanks, day. Jason. Thanks, Jason. So, anyway, what am I looking forward to again from Andor or Star Wars in general? No, for, yeah, from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, just curious. Um, I mean, I am curious to what they're going to do with Ahsoka, but honestly, right now, I feel like we're, we're, 
just kind of piddling around in a pool of let's make up for the sequel trilogy. And I, I want Star Wars to move past that. I want us to get out of I, I'm I'm looking forward to the point where we get to the end game when Grogu is what it's all about. When we have a 300 year time jump and we've only got one or maybe two familiar characters and we can finally get something truly new and fresh. That's what I'm looking forward to from Star Wars. So I'm looking forward to everything that's on the slate currently to end so that we can actually get past it. But again, I you feel know, that's like, like we're 10 being... years. You got to wait now, right? Like, <laughs> well, I know, but it's, like 10 years to you realize to the X-Men are going to are going to be the X-Men are going to return to the MCU before you get to see something that you're interested. In. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You may want to you may want to take a break, bud. like because like, I'm, 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 I'm the first <laughs> I'm the first one to tell people like. Like it's okay to step away from the thing that you're a fan of for a period of time, even five years, six years. It's it's cool. It's not going away. You know that doesn't mean oh you don't like it, don't watch it. Watch it if you don't like it. You know, critiquing things is actually the way to improve creatively. It's easier to see when you don't agree with something how you can like, you know, how you think it could be better. But at the same time, if you're not into this iteration of anything like i'm not into any of the books except star wars ronin like that's the book that i liked i like star wars visions right i'm not reading all the books just to remind myself why i don't fucking like the books like i just it's just you know what i mean there's like an attention you're fighting for attention uh with this stuff that it can't give you any sort of peace so i don't know man like I, and I, I, I say the same thing about the MCU. If you guys aren't into it now, don't worry, man. They'll eventually make some shit you like, or they won't. You'll find something else. Man, I, I, I was telling Jason, my my disgust, uh, disgust. That's my frustration with the with the prequel shaked out, led me to start watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Right when it when it launched, you know, like like I just started watching long form anime series. You know, when they moved out of the OAVs and got into full series and stuff, and that took me down a path of watching and experiencing stories I never would have interfaced with. You know what I mean? If it weren't for that. So no, I didn't like brotherhood either. I like regular full metal, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I like, I like, I like it. see, this is you're crazy, bro. Like you gotta have the <laughs> you're nuts, Josh. But the thing that, that I want to just like try to get a little, God damn, you threw me off with that one, man. No, you got You've got to understand that I'm not. You, I'm not watching Star Wars to complain about it. Okay, I don't sit around and complain about it all day. I don't post on Twitter or any of that kind of shit. But if somebody asks me what my opinion is, I tell them what my opinion is. I'm still going to watch the content because I appreciate the universe that it takes place in, and I'm interested in it. And if it doesn't please me, then it doesn't please me, and I move on with my day. It's a stupid TV show. Um, but if someone's <laughs> going to ask my opinion, I'm going dark. to give it. So, you know. Right. It's, it's just a lot of time investment. I, I think when it comes bear. to Star Wars, here's the thing, though. Like When it comes to anything, if it's being poorly – when we say poorly made, we're not talking matters of taste. Like you could easily look at Attack of the Clones and go, that was that digital video was not ready for prime time. It wasn't ready then. I don't care what he says. It's held up the worst. Like it, it, it looks so bad, you know. Um, that that that's you know that when you see Kenobi, parts of Kenobi where you, you feel like you're in the same like all the Vader shots when Vader's in his temple, that is just not a highly crafted piece of imagery. Just Vader sitting there, like, why would you put the camera right up on his waist? So his his like is like is it crotch level? Like it's just the strangest <laughs> shot I've ever seen. Like you would yeah, yeah. 
You wouldn't shoot Santa like like that. Yeah, Yeah, like whose eye view are we looking at right there? Are we looking at human eye? Are we looking at like the the droid? Did the droid come in? Like we're looking Mm. at droid level here. So like that's the sort of thing, like poorly made. But when it's not, when you're like, I don't like this character. I don't like that character. Okay. But like that doesn't mean if you you were like consulting with Lucasfilm, right? Did they just throw it all up and say, okay, we'll do something brand new. All right, we'll do something brand new. But we've seen with Star Wars, what does brand new mean? And I bring this up seriously because when you see like Lucas made The Phantom Menace, visually they went with the Space Nouveau thing. They took it visually as far away from the o- tri- o- o- the original trilogy as possible. Everyone complained, man. Everyone, it doesn't really look like Star Wars. Mm. This looks like a generic science fiction thing. I don't know, how could the technology change so much in like 20 years, 30 years, right? And then he go well because of the war and the industrialization. No, no, no. But then you got the feeling that the technology they're using in the original trilogy, other than the Empire, how they had new shit. Everyone was using shit that was like hundreds of years old. It wasn't like twenty year old shit. It was two hundred year old, three two thousand year old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those lightsabers were probably made by several Jedi before. You know, we didn't know everyone was making their own lightsabers. So, like in fantasy. Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Star Wars is fantasy. It's got castles and shit. Like, if you go back 100 years, it shouldn't visually change much. If you go back 1,000 years, it shouldn't change. But you have to go back a million years to be, like, something visually different. Because it's just the time moves slower. You don't see the hobbits building cars 20 years after fucking Richard the King, you know? Like, we don't have to walk now. We just segue across the the Shire. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if they set it 300 years, it's irrelevant. It's going to still look like Star Wars because if it doesn't, People are going to be like, "Don't look like Star Wars." It, it, it's it's just a weird. I'm not talking about the visual elements. I'm talking about the storytelling. I'm tired of right. feeling like the story is is using legacy characters as a crutch, or like all of the story that's been told before is just sort of weighing it down. I want to move past that. I want to stop talking about Skywalkers and and Palpatines and and all of that kind of stuff, and and just come into something truly fresh. Um, isn't that this? Isn't that this show though? Yeah, that's what is I it? This, is it really? Because it's really not. It, it's 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 um taking one small little corner of a galaxy of storytelling that we we're already very familiar with, and and just focusing on it extremely heavily. It, it's not. I don't see there's anything new Which being brought to the table other than the other than the way that the storytelling is 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 being done and i can appreciate that again i've said multiple times i appreciate the production of it it's not about the visuals or any of that kind of stuff it's about am i interested in it or not and i'm just not interested in these characters um again the one that i was most interested in was mon mothman i feel like they're doing nothing but tearing her character down from any pedestal that someone may have put her on um, so like with the and, with the characters, do, do you think they just do you think do you think they lack character development, or just like these characters, you would just never care about them? Like I just don't care. I just yeah. I really I'm not I was never interested in Cassian. If we needed to pick a character from Rogue One to do a whole series about, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch a story on really any other character from Rogue One than Cassian. Uh, to me, he's always been kind of diet Han Solo, and I frankly hate Han Solo. So um, I've just never been a fan of that character, and I feel like this I'm gonna one's try. Just... 
I'm gonna try to save you it's from like Poe Dameron. <laughs> Everyone loves Han Solo except George Lucas. So like, <laughs> I don't. I, I never did. He stole Luke's uh, thunder, and Luke is the hero of the story. So that's that's my thing. Because <laughs> everybody was like, Han's cool. Luke's a whiny bitch, but it's still Luke Skywalker. He's still the hero. He's still the one whose heart and love and faith in in his father is what saved the galaxy sort of until the next three movies but anyway you know well i, I mean, think so look, we could we could we could talk about that for for years i think the thing you, you want to know what did andor do differently than all of star wars is up until andor it, cinematically forget forget the books and stuff like that but cinematically before andor when you got a new planet in Star Wars, it was like, what is this? This is the casino planet. Or this no, is I do appreciate planet. that. I, I very this, much love that they They finally, not them. just one location, not just one location like Ferrix, but you actually are defining a planet now by its yeah. culture in Star Wars. Yeah, there's which like a never small had. bio. Yeah, it, I like that. You, you got a sense of it in the Phantom Menace with, with Naboo, right? And when I say a sense, it's like, there it is, it's in the script. But like, you know, highlighted, it doesn't really count. But that, yeah. that is the thing. And so we can start to move. There are tropes in Star Wars. And I don't mean storytelling tropes, but just even visual tropes. And one of the tropes is, what's the new planet? And if the new planet isn't like wowed and mystical and totally different than anything else before, then people are let down. Like fans are let down. So now one of the things they can check off the list is we can get used to like, oh, when they go to a planet, what does it mean to be there? You know what is what is actually have what is it's where is this yeah. yeah yeah what is this the environment Culture. needs to play a role in the way that Gotham City is a character in the Batman stories that mm. a planet in Star Wars any specific planet to that particular story being told at the time can actually be a character in the story not just a visual backdrop in which a bunch of rainbow looking uh, uh, Twi'leks run around you know like minions <laughs> cheering. And like in the Bad Batch cartoons or something. So that, and it goes beyond world building because you actually see people like experiencing love and loss on this planet. Living their lives. It would be, be very tough. It would be very surface level and and and, con, and inconsequential if if these if the people on Ferrix, um, or even the security force on on that other planet, the Cyril security force, we didn't see if we didn't like see them actually struggling and 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 suffering even when you hate him right like yeah i hate dedra but you're like i don't want to see her you know what i mean lynched by a mob like Gaddafi. you know what I mean? <laughs> like what what are we watching <laughs> jesus Christ, this is getting yeah. really mean you know but like so in order to set up any kind of future cinematic star wars in which they're able to move forward the fans they, their expectations have to change beyond getting the same thing and there is a weird problem with fans where they want to get the same high they got the last time. And you can see it in the MCU. People saw Infinity War and Endgame and they forget phase two of Marvel where there was like five films they didn't like. You know what I mean? And there was two they did. And now they're like, everything has to be, where's all the characters? Where's the big battle? Where's the big bad? Like it took them 10 years to get up to that, you know? And if you just keep throwing that out every film, you're going to be like, oh, they're just throwing another big bad and another 100 characters at us. You have to slowly rebuild expectations to then set up the next thing you do. And that's not to mask, you know, it's not to mask that through like, a, oh, we're going to, how do I say this? Like, I'm not saying that that's an excuse 
for putting out a lot of content and trying to figure out what sticks. I'm not saying that. Don't throw everything at the wall. See what, what's working and do more of it. You have to have creatively behind the scenes an intent and a, and a passion and a, a vision for what something's going to be. And then understanding how maybe this can play, this can work later on once you have it in the back. Like, oh, this was a big thing. We can do this with that now. You know, kind of like there are things in this show that will reverberate throughout, you know, different productions, whether it takes place in this timeline or not. And you're only going to care about them because it was done well here. So I understand if this ain't your character in the way that I get a lot of people don't care about Ethan Hunt, the Mission Impossible films. But, you know, there's six other characters in those films, you know, and each film was totally different from the last, even if it was made by the, the, the same director. And but yet they all have a through line. And the through line is that they're going to have to do an impossible mission. So, like, long as Star Wars is having a struggle between somebody internally or globally there needs to be some kind of actual choice and consequence and it's a star wars if it isn't then it's just science fiction with laser swords and who cares space fantasy with laser swords and and action figures and who cares well that was so, a great I, ted I, talk rob but I, I i i it still doesn't change the fact that i don't like these characters nothing that you said changes anything <laughs> about not whether or not i like mind. these characters Josh, I'm not here to change your. I couldn't get anyone here to change my mind about what I'm going to go see a James Cameron movie, right? And there's nothing any of you could say that's going to uh, uh, change my mind on that. However, however, if we're going to have a discussion about it, let's have a discussion. So long as you know that everyone's having an informed discussion, and they're not just selling you, regurgitating internet talking points. I just when I hear your opinion, I'm hearing your opinion. That I value. What I don't value is when I feel like I'm hearing YouTube, Twitter, Reddit talking points, you know? And I don't think anyone appreciates appreciates that level of discourse. So is that so, what you're saying do you think, I'm doing is regurgitating YouTube? No, you're giving me your points? legitimate opinion, which is why I value it, you know, and I, and I appreciate it. I don't agree mm -hmm. with it, but I do see where you, you're coming from. I would say that when you're looking at stuff like Luke Skywalker versus Han Solo, like that's a story about a friend who abandoned his friend for money and then at the end showed up for friendship. He put friendship uh, over money. And that's a guy who wasn't doing that before that. That's the arc. That doesn't make him better than Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker was committed. The other guy wasn't committed. It's his friendship with Luke that he actually cares about someone other than himself at the very end of that movie. And now, I, and I understand that. I do. So, but again, it doesn't change the fact that other people's love for that character over Luke has over the years soured my opinion on the character of Han Solo, not to mention other things that have been done to him to, to change the perspective. I think Jeff, right. you, you must be looking forward to the, the Tiger with Haiti stuff then, and the Lindelof film that's coming out, because that'll be totally different, wouldn't it? And in, in an era that's. Not yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, not like gonna, I'm not going to commit to liking anything at this point. Or the Ryan trilogy, maybe. That'll be, that's, you know. No, no. <laughs> no, we'll pass on that. I'm shocked. All right, let's go in reverse order and discussed. wrap this up. Let's go in reverse. Old boy, you got any last thoughts? Anything you want to add? Um, what are you looking forward to? Wait, what, what are you not looking forward oh, to? Looking what do you hate? <laughs> Uh, I look, I look forward to her at all, honestly, man. Like I'm, I try to keep like a pretty optimistic look about it, but, um, if anything I'll say I'm looking forward to most is probably, gosh, I don't even know, Acolyte maybe, but that's so far away. Who even knows what's going on with that? Two years probably. 
two years away probably but at yeah. the same time I, yeah and, really yeah and i don't even Maybe, know exactly yeah. why that would that would be my main choice but it just seems like it's uh, the mystery yeah yeah the mystery nick yeah, i know exactly what it, i know exactly what, 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 nick, what ahsoka is gonna do i know exactly what's gonna happen who's got the best mustache in andor nick Who's got the best mustache in hand? Uh, <laughs> that guy in Aldani, he was pretty good on the bridge. Um, no, all I want to say is, in my opinion, this show was an absolute breath of fresh air to Star Wars. I think it came in the perfect time for me after Kenobi. I was on a on a low, and I really think, man, man like you, I was thinking about having a little break or something like that. But um, no, every, on every aspect, really, visu- visually, choreography. This, I'm really happy this show made the Empire feel like evil again. It really like you know because I was a bit annoyed with the um, what you call him and Kenobi. <sighs> Interesting, Nick. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would you recommend right now? Like, if people want to get into Star Wars or they want to, you know, see see more of the kind of things to get a better understanding of where you're coming from, right? Like, like what would you recommend? Like, I would recommend like the Ronin book. I really love that book. No one's read it, but like, what would you? What would you actually recommend? What do you dig? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think my opinion None really matters at this point. Um, uh, I I don't know. Um, I mean, always go back to the original trilogy. Go back to what started it all and then go from there. Watch it all in order like the rest of us and then form your own opinion. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. What about the Star Wars disco? Do you think that that was big when it came out during the original trilogy. Did you did you like the Star Wars disco? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate it. We're all gonna go. Show's much Great better with Jason. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Go. Appreciate it. I love it, you, Josh. I want to give you a big old, big old hug. Love Listen you too, Rob. You know. All right. Gotta go. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, right. bye, 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 bye. Bye. Rob is wrong. Rob is wrong. Josh is right. I'm sorry I'm a dick.